All right, hey guys, welcome to Pursuing Jesus. My name is Shane Winnings, and this is going to be episode two. I want to talk about Christ being our life, and tonight we're going to be in Colossians 3, verse 1 through 5. I'll just read it here. It says this, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand, of God. Now it says he's sitting at the right hand, and we will touch on that in a later episode, but that is critical. The fact that he's sitting, that means that his work is complete. It says this, set your mind on the things above, not on the things on the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth. And it goes on to list different things that we need to put to death. You know, one of the things that stands out to me here, there's so many in just these couple verses, but when it says Christ who is our life, when Christ who is our life appears, then we will also appear with him in glory. You know, it's incredible because there is going to come a day where we really are going to be with him. You know, oftentimes we go about life living day to day, doing our thing, even if it's for the Lord, and we forget our mortality. We forget that one day we're, we're going to be with Jesus in the flesh. And I don't say that to say that we should live with death on our minds by any means. But what I'm saying is there is something about having the eternal end in mind, having that eternal perspective, having the perspective that we really are going to be caught up with Jesus one day. And we need to let that shape and mold the way that we live our lives on the earth. And this provokes the question, is Christ your life? You know, maybe you're listening and you you might have even heard someone say this to you before. You know, oh, you have everything. You've got the job and you've got the car and you've got the wife and you've got the kids, but you just need Jesus. That is horribly, horribly wrong. If you don't have Jesus, you don't have anything. All of the things that you have in this world, apart from him, do not amount to anything in terms of the kingdom of God and in the scope of eternity. Because the truth is that anything that is not from the Lord or for the Lord, is going to be burned up one day. Billy Graham said, I never saw a hearse pulling a U-Haul. You can't take any of this stuff with you. And the question needs to be asked, is Christ your life? He's not the missing piece to the puzzle of life. He is the whole puzzle. He is the life. You know, I remember asking 
when I was a young believer about five and a half years ago. Um, you know, I've been born again about six years. Uh, on the 23rd will be my six-year, you know, birthday in the Lord. And it's been a wild six years. But I remember that first year, and I was just asking God, how do I give more to you? How do I give more? I've just had this longing since I got born again to give him everything. And, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And I didn't know how to get closer to God. And so I said, God, how do I give you everything? And I remember shortly after asking him that, he spoke to me. And it was just in the form of a thought. You know, maybe you're listening and you're like, how does God speak? I just had a thought. And, you know, as you read the Bible, as you pursue God, as you quiet yourself, I can't stress enough, if you want to hear God, you have to be quiet. Many people go in the prayer closet and they, if they go in the prayer closet and they talk and talk and talk and talk, and then they leave. Or they go in and they ask and they ask and they ask and then they leave. And someone told me early on, if you want to hear God, it needs to be roughly 5% talking and 95% listening. And I'm so thankful for that because I began to listen for God more. And so one day I was sitting and I was listening and waiting on the Lord and I had a thought, which I now and then recognized was God speaking to me. And this was the thought because it was also directed at me. And the Lord said, Shane, think of all of the things that you've done for girls in your life when you were in high school and when you were in college and even after college. All of the things that you have done trying to pursue a relationship with a girl that you liked. Think about the miles that you've driven and the times that you've stayed up late on the phone and the the times in your life that you've spent money you didn't have and you inconvenienced yourself for a relationship that you were trying to invest in. And he said, why did you do that? Because you thought that that relationship had potential. It had value. And he said, Shane, would you do that for me? Would you inconvenience yourself for me? Would you drive miles just to be with me? Would you stay up late just talking to me? Would you spend the money you don't have? You know, and all of this, some of it is, is metaphorical, but some of it is literal. And he's just painting a picture of how there are things in my heart that, I, that nothing could stop me from. And he's saying, you're born again now. Will you redirect those passions? Will you redirect those efforts for me? And when he said that, I got so convicted in the best way. And I thanked him for answering my prayer. You know, it wasn't long before that that I had asked him, Lord, how do I give you everything? And I remember asking him and just waiting on him, and I didn't hear anything for a little while. And it might have been a couple of weeks later, sitting in the prayer closet, that he spoke this to me. And ever since he did, I have just had this revelation of what it really means to give God my everything. Because, like some of you might know, when you're dating, when you're in new relationships, 
And when it's going well or when you're very hopeful, you know, you'll do a lot. You'll drive across town or you'll drive, you know, to the next town over a couple hours or you'll stay up late on the phone or whatever it is, you know. And God wants that same heart. And he's worth it. And tonight I want to encourage you to give God everything. Because this is the one relationship that matters. This is what Jesus paid for. Without Jesus, we wouldn't have any access to God. You wouldn't be able to pour your love out on him. And you certainly wouldn't be able to receive love from him because sin gets in the way. But praise God that Jesus came and he paid the price. He became a curse he wore our sin and our shame. And God cursed sin on that cross. And sin and death, the sting of death, the penalty of sin, were completely removed so that we could approach God, as Colossians one twenty one says, knowing that because of Jesus, he sees us as holy, blameless, and above reproach. Above reproach, for those of you who don't know, it means of extreme integrity, perfection, absolutely righteous. Holy, blameless, and righteous in the sight of God because of Jesus. We have that ability. And God was saying, Shane, my son made a way for us to be together again. Will you give me you're everything. My friend, life is short. It's here today. It's gone tomorrow. It's a wisp. It's a vapor. It's so fast. And I've known so many people that I grew up with, that I served in the military with, that aren't here anymore. And none of them thought when they were kids that they were going to die young. But they did. Life happens, and tomorrow is not promised. And so while you have breath in your lungs, and while you have a sober, clear mind to think, give God everything that you have. He's worth it. You know, one day we're really going to be with him, and you don't want to look back and grieve. You know, the Bible says that God's going to wipe every tear away from our eyes. And I believe that's because we're going to cry. Because we're going to see all of the opportunities we had to love and to know him that we missed. And he's a good father. And he'll be there to wipe those tears away. He doesn't waste anything. But when I get to heaven... I want to cry as little amount of tears as possible. I want to give God everything I have now. And so I want to encourage you to make the most of Him in your life. There's enough people out there trying to make the most of themselves. And they're not even happy. But I can honestly say I've never been happier. I've never had more joy. I've never had more peace in my life. 
You can't outgive God, but you certainly should try. Give him your time. Give him your resources. Give him your efforts. Give him your energy. Give him your sleep. Some of the best days of my life have been when I woke up way earlier than I naturally wanted to, and I just sat with the Lord for hours. That is a way to start your day. And so whatever it is for you, give it to God. Hey, I want to let you know about a couple of things. We're going to do this every episode for a while. Um, you know, I've got a book out that is designed to increase your faith. It's a 63-day devotional, nine weeks. It's called I Will Always Overcome. And it's about a three to five minute read per day. And the reason it's 63 days is because Dr. Carolyn Leaf, mind expert, Christian neuroscientist, she's world renowned, has proven that the Bible is true. Go figure. The Bible says that we can renew our minds and that we should and that we must. And Dr. Leaf has proven through neuroscience that you can actually reprogram your brain. It takes 63 days to do it. And so that's why I wrote a 63-day devotional. I pray it blesses you. It's available at the link in my description or on Amazon at I Will Always Overcome. It's only $10, and I hope it blesses you. If you're looking to further your education, Faith International University is an incredible school. It's accredited. They have many different degree programs from bachelor's to master's to Ph.D., in art, in ministry, in business, in sports medicine. There's so many different things. Sports ministry, you should check it out. The best part about faith is you can go to school at your own pace. Big boy rules. They give you your homework. It's due Friday. You have all week to figure out when you're going to go to class, when you're going to get your work done. It's incredible. We have a stadium event coming up on September 3rd. And what's amazing about this stadium event is that it's completely free. It's in Frisco, Texas at the Dr. Pepper Field. And it's being hosted by my mission group, One Voice Student Missions, with Gen Z for Jesus and the Jesus Clubs. Those are all part of our mission group, different arms of the same body. We are partnering with Upper Room and Lou Engel. We are meeting 60 years after they removed God from the schools through the courts, we are rallying 15,000 youth and parents to believe for God to be put back into schools and for Gen Z to be saved. Make sure you check us out on social media at the Jesus Clubs and Gen Z for Jesus. Finally, if you want to follow more of my content, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Shane.Winnings or on YouTube just search for my name, Shane Winnings. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Let me pray before we close. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for every person, every listener, every person watching on YouTube. Lord, I pray that you bless them. I pray, God, that every sickness in their body would leave in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you every disability every bit of pain, every limitation would go right now. And that you listening 
would be absolutely healed right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you for destroying heartache, depression, and anxiety and worry. And I command every spirit of suicide to leave in Jesus' name. Speak life over every person listening, and I bless them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen.